0: East High.
1: Hello, podcast.
0: It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3 senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra.
1: And I'm Tyler.
0: And today we're talking about minute 16 of High School Musical 3 senior year. Minute 16 starts out with Sharpay opening her lockers, like fully, and so you can see inside, and <laughs> ends with Tiara Gold handing a latte to Sharpay.
1: Oh, boy. Well, we have a lot to unpack with Miss Tiara Gold, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. First off, I wanted to say I feel like the phrase hello podcast would be merch if we had a listener base <laughs> that was going to buy merch.
0: What do you mean? Oh, hello. Just like your little hello podcast kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, the you fact always that do?
1: sometimes I, I don't say podcast listeners, I just say hi podcast.
0: Like you're greeting the the entity that we're creating in the the moment
1: yeah it's sometimes people will say like dear internet yeah kind of a similar concept this is kind of an addendum onto the fact that i want to get a podcast tattoo in the sense that it's a tattoo with just the word podcast on it
0: yeah have you figured out where no right i don't
1: know where to get it or where to get it
0: inner arm would be cool
1: i figured inner arm makes the most sense
0: or a collarbone Um, (laughs)
1: <laughs> but anyway, back to the show. Now let's get back to the movie on Disney Channel.
0: So, Sharpay's locker. So we've got two doors, satin-lined, multi-shelved spot for hangers, a pull-out hanger.
1: There's mirrors. It's not set up like the traditional locker. Like they're they've been combined on the inside too. So there's space. There's not the same shelving. That you would normally have.
0: It's like it was gutted and rebuilt just for Sharpay. Yes. There's an interior light as well.
1: She has this hanger that, like, the sweatshirts are on. Like It's like
0: blouses. It's not like, yeah, it's like additional clothing. Like, I could imagine some of her, like, like if she needed to change during the day because she had chili cheese fries dumped on her.
1: I figured it was more like a layering thing. So there's cardigan-esque over layers that she can put on if you if it gets cold
0: see i thought it was like a change of outfit like if in the middle of the day she's like oh shoot i need this kind of look i have options um i think it, either
1: one makes sense yeah fine. or
0: for or for drama club like that she has something additional
1: <laughs> yeah just just changes of outfits she's got her own dressing room too so well, i guess yeah. that makes sense there's also a sort of a big scene made of her snow globe of her dog boy Indeed,
0: boy returns in photo form first in this movie. Will we see boy again? We'll have to find out.
1: She picks up the snow globe lovingly, shakes Shake. it, and then kisses it
0: big old in like kiss. a whole
1: like like a whole seven seconds of my life had to be devoted to watching that happen. so
0: while there's a picture of her in the background too, like a younger her in the background, so there's a lot, yeah, yeah. In this, it kind of feels similar, well, Troy obviously isn't, like, kissing the photos in his room or anything, but, like, the photo choices in the locker, similar to Troy's room's photos, seem
1: weird. I think it's slightly different to, like, have, like, a team photo of you playing basketball or, like, the sort of, like, individual, almost like a school photo of, like, you holding a basketball, like... The basketball feels like it's part of Troy's like accomplishments and goals, mm-hmm. whereas for Sharpay, I'm, I'm sure she perceives it as her accomplishments and goals. But it's like it seems like it's just a pretty picture of herself that she likes to keep around for vanity's sake. Whereas Troy's basketball, like Troy, if Troy is a picture of himself in his room, it's not because like, oh, it's because I look good in this picture. It's no because it reminds him of like an accomplishment that he had or a team that he was on or something like that. But I guess it's the same for everyone. Yeah. You surround yourself with things that make you happy and comfortable.
0: Yeah. And but she also has a mirror. So she's checking out her hair and her makeup and stuff.
1: Well, she puts on one of the tiaras that she has in sort of a a pile of tiaras and jewelry.
0: Yeah. (laughs) On one of the
1: shelves of her locker.
0: In a zoom out, we see some other stuff that are on the shelves, like a pair of sandals that are all sparkly. We see... A Sharpay Evans branded bag that's like (laughs) branded in the way like a Louis Vuitton or a Michael Kors where it's just like initials interlaced with a design all over the bag. Like Sharpay has her own designer brand bag. Like
1: it's not just monograms. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Again, if she's got all this valuable stuff in her locker, if she's quick locking her locker, that's a big security risk.
0: I don't think she's thinking about it like, oh, if this gets stolen, I'm not not going to be able to replace it all. Like she knows that she can get it all back in the form of purchase.
1: Again, the, the quick lock thing is like an assumption and it could be an editing thing. But also like if they wanted to make the point that Sharpay didn't care about these things or her money, like they could make that point. I'm I'm finding things to criticize for no reason. It's just a big ostentatious power fantasy. Kids wish that they had all this fancy stuff. They wish they could be rich like Sharpay. Mm-hmm. It's stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely, like, frustrating that we've spent so much time on stuff we already know about Sharpay. And, like, yeah, it's her grand introduction into the final High School Musical film. But, like...
1: It's not like there's any, like, gizmos or, like, te- well, like she's technology. she's not a tech like, person. You know in Clueless, how she's got, like, the the, the closet wardrobe. That, like, the, yeah. that, spins and makes the outfits for her? Like,
0: See, I feel like Sharpay. Cool. No, that is very cool, and I think that's the difference between Cher and Sharpay, is, like, Cher learns things. To enhance herself where Sharpay is unwilling to, like, she knows that whatever blue that she was showing to Troy matches both her and Troy, like, like she was flipping through a magazine where Cher is, like, reading stuff to build up her arguments for her debate class kind of thing.
1: There's no question about the difference between Sharpay and Cher character-wise, like, one's a fully developed character and one isn't.
0: But, like, there's a willingness of share, or even Elle Wood from Legally Blonde, like, they have a willingness to learn about new things that will make them seem cooler and, like, prettier and better, that Sharpay is like, no, I'm not willing to, to put in any extra effort. We find out she hires a personal assistant as a, just to get her through the last few weeks of school.
1: Yeah. I think, like, even *Legally Blonde* and *Clueless*, like, do things to like set up their characters as like having parts of their lives that we could exp- aspire to. Like, yeah. Cher oh, has absolutely. the closet thing. I haven't seen *Legally Blonde*, but you
0: have to see *Legally Blonde*. It is top-notch.
1: We'll do we'll do a, a review of it later at some point. I'm sure. Okay. Even like, we haven't seen the new Barbie movie, but like, my oh, it'll be out by the time that this episode comes out. Yeah. Um, We're recording
0: in the past for you in the future. Even
1: even there, it's like Barbie is a symbol, like...
0: Of aspiration. She has all these jobs and abilities and things. And yeah, no, Barbie is like the ultimate aspirational
1: goals. And it's not, depending on who you ask, like much of Barbie's history has been like superficial and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: not actually empowering, but... But
0: but I mean her, showing her as a scientist and as president. I mean in a time where a woman has still never been the president, Barbie having multiple runs as president.
1: I mean if if you think that that's a meaningful addition like, to all but, our cultural discourse to have a to have a, a dress up doll.
0: So more what it is in my brain is In the way that book that I had as a kid, So You Want to Be a President, that it was like, okay, here's all the things you need to do to become president. Like, you need to be the certain age. Like, just putting, in the same way, like, yeah, hidden figures or...
1: It's giving people the starting point. The starting point,
0: exactly. And that's what so much of, like, early imaginative play is. Is, all right, let's create a foundation of visualization... To eventually reach self-actualization.
1: You need to see it in order to think that it's possible. Exactly. If you don't think that it's possible, you won't start. Mm-hmm. I think Sharpay represents the other end of the spectrum of, like, is this all you're going to get?
0: Yes.
1: So, again, it's weird to have that balance of getting a whole minute, two-minute sequence of, like, Sharpay being played for, like, the the top, the the everything. The coolest most attractive most with it young woman that all we want all of our young watchers to aspire to versus like this is this is it this is what we get is a snow globe and a, a tacky tiara. looking tiara yeah it's, I, I it's
0: definitely
1: this, it's this confusing thing that we get in these movies is like what are we supposed to want
0: mm-hmm.
1: what is the role model supposed to be
0: It always irked me a little that Sharpay was that role because honestly, Gabriella, like having the ambition to go to a very good college and working hard at it, and but still finding other passions she loves and having a good balance in life, like uh, Sharpay being favored over Gabriella in that respect bothers me in some ways. Other than the fact that it's Ashley Tisdale, and like that's partially why.
1: And we've had a whole conversations about the feminism of Sharpay that I think was well continued in canon in this past comparison to Elwood's and Cher. Yeah, yeah. I like like I said. I just wish there was like one little flourish that like made me actually impressed by her, but there hasn't been anything.
0: But a tiara, Tyler, so fancy.
1: Speaking of tiaras,
0: yeah. So we get um, Sharpay's. Fantasy time is interrupted. The music comes to a screeching halt by the presence of a new character standing behind Sharpay looking at her in the mirror.
1: Yes. Uh, a, a kind of conservatively dressed, like, o- almost overall type thing going on. No,
0: she's wearing like a vest and blaze. Like, she's, she's like your British prep girl kind of thing. She's not okay, wearing overalls. I-
1: Okay, I it's it's not I don't think it's as like prep as you think it is.
0: It's 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 it's, bad American TV version of British prep school.
1: I don't even know if it's that it just looks like something that they would wear on Gilmore Girls to me. Like, except it's blue, which isn't really a Gilmore Girls color palette. Yeah. But anyway, she yeah, she has brown hair that's kind of tied back in a ponytail but she introduces herself as Tiara Gold, she, uh, a student who has just transferred to East High from, from London.
0: She's like dirty blonde, Ty. She's not brown hair.
1: Okay. She's like a well, slightly it,
0: darker version of Sharpay, where Sharpay colors her hair to bring out more blonde in it. She does not.
1: There are complicated ways of discourse about what, what is blonde and what is dirty blonde and what is just brown. But um, you're right. It's it is It does have a, what people would call blonde. But it's not like it's not like yellow. Per it's se, not Sharpe like blonde. Is. Yeah. All of this is to say Tiara Gold is a new character who it becomes I mean, almost immediately obvious that it we're supposed to have some sort of character foil thing going on here, like, oh, this this girl from London is going to be Sharpay's competition for how fancy to get.
0: Well, no, not necessarily, because Tiara Gold is Inquiring whether or not Sharpay has uh, had a personal assistant step up. She's calling to the ad that Sharpay placed on the bulletin board for a personal assistant. And I'm,
1: I'm I'm just calling it right now like this is a power play. Like she's getting she's getting into Sharpay. She's getting to know her enemy so she can tear her down. Like
0: Okay. So let me first introduce Tiara um, so she is played by Gemma Mackenzie Brown. This is her starting role. Well, her her debut film, I should say. She was in a couple of TV shows in the UK before that. Um, the first one, her longest running before High School Musical was The Amazing Miss Pritchard. And then she's really only been in a handful of things since then, but it was all like single episode British things as well. So this is really her only... "Quote unquote big credit, other than the amazing Miss Pritchard. So that's kind of interesting that they pulled this person kind of out of nowhere, plopped her in, and she's not done much since.
1: Okay, I'm I'm seeing the outfit now, and you're right. It's like a it's like a full body like dress, but with a shirt underneath it. Mm-hmm. So, and and a collared. It's a collared shirt. So yeah. it is prep schooly, but it's very understated. Yeah." And, and, the, and the hair is more blonde than, than I thought. Okay, so everything I thought was wrong.
0: <laughs> she's <laughs> trying to make... So she even says... The way she says thing is very... She's playing to subservience. She's trying to butter sharp up. She is ready to go with this advert and she's like i have this i was hoping that you're still looking for someone i think you should pair these books to get like she starts showing that she's already researched sharpay she knows what she likes um she knows what sharpay requires of her so the advert that was posted on the board fortunately we get a pretty good shot of it so i was able to write it out so Tell me if this advert is appealing to you, Tyler. Okay. Uh, personal assistant wanted, I am in need of a fabulous someone who can organize my complete, completely hectic schedule, as well as run personal errands, help organize special appearances, and is willing to do anything necessary to fulfill the request. This could be the greatest experience of your life internationally
1: renowned Sharpe Evans 5550165 Internationally renowned I yep. guess if they're trying to if they're trying to convey that like Sharpe is so rich that like everyone like like that her parents are known as like national celebrities or international rich people and that she is their child and she's that rich like if she was bill gates's kid or something like yeah but then she wouldn't be going to east high like yeah
0: no that's the the, and she wouldn't be driving a honda um so i think there's definitely some and like there's no mention of payment in this she's not
1: internationally renowned
0: no and like there there's no talk of her paying someone to do this it's just like (laughs) this could be the it's like the the artist thing where it's like oh i'll pay you an exposure
1: yeah, it's 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 an internship for experience. What Sharpay says out loud is that she needs someone to help with tracking her appointments and her assignments. Yeah. Which half of that is sounds like you want them to do your assignments. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I also got a kick out of and we completely glossed over this. When Sharpe is snapped out of her stupor, she says, What are you?
1: What are you <laughs> instead of who are you? Which is not anything that any person has ever done, but no. okay. It's a joke in a kid's show slash movie. Um, yeah, the the advertisement seems, you know, funny enough for the, the copy that the writer or PA who wrote it, who just, like, got tasked with printing out this prop, wrote. Like, it's pretty funny. It's one of those things that, like, if we got to actually read it without having to, like, pause, it I, might be a good joke. But yeah, it's just it's it's, it's very so weird. much Sharpay. Hey.
0: Yeah, Sharpay is a law.
1: She wants someone to run lines with her.
0: Mm-hmm, which she then very condescending is like, that's a theater term for... And then Tiara steps in and is like...
1: Learning your role. Yeah. But we, I did write down the word Sharpay-splaining in my notes, mm, so... That's a good one. Okay, now here's my question. Really, though, how does Tiara Gold know Sharpay's schedule? Because she says, oh, I took the liberty of checking, like... Did
0: she what, stop what, by the office you, and is like, I'm Sharpay's you, assistant and the secretaries don't like her so much so that they're like, yeah, we don't care about her privacy. Here's her stuff.
1: But you're like, yeah, that's like an obvious privacy thing it was like, you can't just like randomly go over and check someone's schedule.
0: Unless Sharpay is so dumb that she like posted her schedule online somewhere.
1: Yeah. The soy latte thing makes sense tiara has brought her a non-fat no foam soy latte um is is non-fat implying that there's not i don't know that seems like an implied thing if you're getting soy milk
0: yeah st- yeah i think it's an ad- in the same way some people will say that for like other things it's like obviously this thing doesn't have like where they'll say like glue oh god what's the funny one lately that has been posted. Non-GMO
1: around. salt.
0: Yeah, non-GMO salt. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no, just adding adding syllables to make the joke work. I can respect. Hmm. Um. Remember in 2008 when just soy saying lattes. the phrase "soy latte" was a joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, just the like... fact that someone would have a soy latte. Yeah, I that mean that combination it... of syllables was funny.
0: I think also it had to do with like. I mean, at the time, it was, like, a lot more expensive to do that. Like, now at least it's only usually, like, a dollar more to do a a milk variant. But, like, it used to be several dollars more. And, like, it was something that wasn't necessarily on people's radar in the same way it is now. Like, the acceptance of food allergies and sensitivities. So, like, it was just seen as, like, oh, this weird trend that people are doing because they want to be fancy and it was like a fad diet kind of thing.
1: Yeah. No, you you're right. It's not as like it it I guess it maybe was trying to punch up a little bit back then. Mhm. But even looking back on it it's just like so you're making fun of someone for like eating a food that they like like Yeah. It's not caviar. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I really do think that Tiara Gold is being put into this movie as like uh, someone that Sharpay will become jealous of. Tiara Gold is sort of going to fight for the mantle of prettiest, most popular girl in school. And it's just obvious with the name, right? If you're going to cast a character that's going to be competition for Sharpay, you're giving it away if you name her Tiara Gold.
0: In addition, the British accent is never a good sign in a kid's role.
1: Yeah. So, like, with um Yort, um, Yort. previously discussed Yort,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: whose name, Rocket Man, whose actual name I don't remember.
0: Jimmy Zara.
1: <laughs> the, he's the foil for Troy. And yeah. I don't know what they're supposed to do with Yort in this movie. I, I don't necessarily understand what future scenes of him will look like. But I understand perfectly what future scenes of Tiara Gold will likely look like. If things go the way that I'm expecting them to. Okay. Again, it's weird that they're like adding a a separate thing for it to be like Sharpay's plot line in the third movie. I mean, I guess you have to add something. But
0: yeah, I mean, the goal of a lot of these movies has been like, oh, make friends with your classmates, like be one with your classmates. Stop holding yourself so high and mighty. Like, is this going to finally be the thing that takes her down a peg?
1: I guess, yeah, if, if Sharpay gets taken down a peg and then realize that just having good friends and being normal is good enough. And then it's the thing that, like, she's always been separated from the other characters. Mm-hmm. Even um, Ryan in the last movie was like, OK, I, I, I'm a person who, like, is friends with the other main characters. And Sharpay still isn't that. Mm-hmm. So... You you want something that's going to connect her with the main plot line, not separate her from the main plot line. And that's yeah. just what I worry about.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: There's a there's a poster in the back that says casting, casting call, call on, Monday on Monday at 3 Monday. p.m. Yep. So I guess it's audition time.
0: For the, is, the, the, the spring musicale, probably.
1: Which is clever this year to wait till after the championship game to bother with the auditions. Like,
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, we got to give Troy and Gabriella their room they need.
1: But um,
0: that's all I got for this minute.
1: I'm excited to go forward with Tiara Golds. Yeah, I feel bad that I completely misinterpreted what she looked like, but you know, <laughs> whatever.
0: I think sh- she's she's stepped into the scene quite well. I I actually like this part of the story. The subplot is something I I think is interesting.
1: So we're ready for our decom of the week segment.
0: Indeed. So Condra Tyler's going to present me, I think, with a movie today, and I will then have to guess the plot or come up with my own version of said plot.
1: Yes, um this is a old Disney movie, not a decom per se, as we've expanded our horizons for what we cover here. I kind of wanted to relate it back to what we talked about last week, so Condra, there's a fourth herbie movie
0: there is the Lindsay Lohan one, right?
1: Nope, nope. Newer? Nope. So there's a series of Herbie movies that came out um, between the 1960s and 70s. This is the fourth of the main series of Herbie movies.
0: Okay. Before
1: they did like a little bit of a remake in 1998-ish. And then Lindsay Lohan, 2005. So this is Herbie Goes Bananas, the 1980 film directed by Vincent McCavity. Mackavidi, not McCavity.
0: <laughs> I was like the cat.
1: <laughs> Mac- Cats from. Cat? And, um and written by Don Tate, starring Chloris Leachman, several other actors. Um, there's a There's a Harvey Corman role somewhere under there. Okay. And yes, this would be the last of the main release Herbie films from that era. Herbie goes bananas. What do you think?
0: Oh, boy. All right. Herbie Goes Bananas. So I'm going to be honest, I've never seen any of, like, as last week I mentioned, I've never really seen any of the Herbie movies, so I don't really know their point other than Herbie's A Sentient Car, which is fun. So I'm thinking Herbie Goes Bananas is like the the National Lampoon's holiday or the inevitable, they take a vacation kind of movie. So I think. Does Herbie have like an official owner? That's something I don't know. <laughs> uh, is there one person or a, like a family that passes Herbie on between. I, I don't. I'm asking because I don't really know how the Herbie movies work. Are you able to answer that for me or not? Um,
1: I mean, based on my brief look at the plot summary for this movie, but not the other ones. Basically, kind of, yeah, like there's a... Okay,
0: like it's a family?
1: There's, yeah, there's characters who sort of bridge our plots from one to the other.
0: Okay, or is it the Herbie College movie? So these are my two options right now, is they take a vacation, and Herbie is their, like, the young people's main form of transportation on their vacation road trip, and they go somewhere, like, weird and quasi quote unquote exotic kind of thing or is it like a college i think i'm gonna go the vacation route because that feels much more like early 80s fourth movie in a series is like the road trip vacation kind of thing so herbie has been passed down to the next person in the family we'll call it a young girl because that was who you mentioned as the first builds i don't know who that is Yeah, I don't know who
1: that is. She's in um, Young Frankenstein. She plays the the German lady.
0: Oh, okay, never mind. I don't actually know what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. All right, I do know who that is then. So she's the one that like bequeaths the... No, she's going to be the weird villain in the movie. I'm I'm, going to call her as the weird villain in the movie. So a young person gets Herbie from their parents to be like, okay, you guys are going on this summer road trip take Herbie with you, he'll keep you safe. And they go off, and they start, like, camping and driving to, like, different kinds of places, and, like, things aren't always perfect, but it's not going horribly wrong. But then someone catches eye of Herbie, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect weapon for my arsenal. Like, if I could get a sentient (laughs) car, I could take over the tri-state area because we're just going to be doof and I guess. Um, but no, we're going to I'll be able to enact my my revenge on this person if I steal their car. And Herbie starts like to become aware because like maybe one time they're taking a little hike, the kids are taking a hike and the Lady starts snooping around the car and is like Herbie like starts shaking in his wheels kind of thing and gets all nervous.
1: So um, it becomes like a sort of like every stop on the vacation almost like a Team Rocket and Pikachu esque. Yeah. Like everywhere they go, the our main characters are just kind of doing their thing, having a fun vacation and Herbie's constantly getting chased around.
0: But I think at one point like the kids get tipped off. That something's starting to go wrong, like, Herbie tries to convey a message, and they're like, what do you mean? And then they finally, like, they're like, oh yeah, we have seen that woman at multiple locations, this is getting weird. And they start, like, sneaking up on her, and like, oh shoot, she's, like, trying to steal Herbie, and, like, has this, like, comic whiteboard or wall filled with ideas and thoughts, and it's like, they're plotting revenge on our family, And they come to realize that, like, she thinks that they stole, that the family stole something from her years ago, but it was, like, a miscommunication kind of thing. And, like, they ultimately reveal that, like, oh, they didn't take it. She, like, lost it. I don't, I'm. I am
1: i know. I think that, I think that makes sense. It's like a
0: vacation movie with, like, a revenge plot. And Herbie's trying to get stolen so things go a little wacky. There's, like, a car chase at some point, obviously, because it's a Herbie movie.
1: I think, I think. well, f- for one thing, it makes sense because, as we all know, the fourth film on the Jaws franchise was Jaws The Revenge, where uh, the shark comes back for revenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so the fourth one in this movie is, like, all, of all the people that Herbie's, like, duped or outraced in the previous movies, like... There's someone who's finally going to gonna take him back. And I think, I mean, it might be cool if they wanted to, like, dismantle Herbie. Like, if that stakes were a, a little bit higher in that regard. Yeah. But but, I, but the basic idea of that, like you said, like, they go to these different places. One by one, Herbie, like, gets out of scrapes. And then, until they finally realize that they're getting chased down by this person, there's maybe some sort of final chase scene that ends in the the innocence of Herbie being revealed or they save the the villain at the last minute and they make up.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds like a movie. Okay, cool. It's not quite Herbie Goes Bananas, although you have you have the sort of basic thing down because it is like a a trip movie. Oh. I I think you were on the right track when you thought it was going to be like an exotic thing, right? Herbie Goes Bananas is Yeah. Like yeah, it's them basically doing Central and South America.
0: Oh, weird.
1: So, goes bananas literally as in they go to an area of land where bananas are common. Weird 80s racism, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. The The tagline for the movie was, yes, we have a bonanza. <laughs> and the the poster for the movie includes... Herbie wearing a sombrero, okay. A large banana, a, a bull, people in funny hats, okay. A boat, stuff like that. So so
0: Herbie goes on a boat. How excited!
1: This it's after the previous movie. the 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 kid who now owns Herbie he inherited from his uncle. So there's this this guy and his friend. They're in Mexico with Herbie. That's just kind of the setup is like, here we are in Mexico. They get like pickpocketed by like a friendly seeming kid named Paco who is also gets in trouble with these like villains. And so like they circle around and they get their wallets back from the kid. But the kid tells them like, I'm being chased by these guys. So the kid kind of joins up with them. Um, they get on a boat and the kid's hiding in Herbie's hood because it's like a rear engine yeah, car. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the thing about Herbie is that his car's in the back, his engine's in the back. So they're on this um, cruise ship heading to Brazil, but they kind of get caught. They, the kid gets thrown off the boat. They drop Herbie into the ocean and they <gasps> all get kicked off.
0: No, so, Herbie swim.
1: So they they get off at the nearest port and Herbie emerges from the water all rusty Paco, you know, helps out Herbie. They form, like, a cab service. The the villains find them again, and there's a whole bit. Um, the villains are trying to find, like, hidden, like, gold. Like, it's literally, like, like, they're trying to find Mayan gold or whatever. I don't know what the... It is that, like, weird, problematic, like, adventure movie type thing going on. Yeah. The main heroes are on a bus and Herbie and the kid are riding together and the villains are chasing them. They end up at a bullfighting arena where like Herbie fends off a bull
0: by flashing his lights
1: or like, you know, it's a Herbie set piece. Like there's action going on. Yeah. They get hit by a rainstorm and Herbie and everybody gets separated. The The gold thieves get, get what they want, but The eventually everyone reunites and they find each other. They disguise Herbie by putting just a bunch of bananas on him and take him to the next town where the baddies are trying to sell off the gold. And they catch them and the bad guys try to fly away in a plane. But Herbie stops the plane by like using his hood to like bite off the tail. I don't know. It seems weird. And eventually they all, everybody, the bad guys get defeated. Everybody gets what they want. The kid is going to to race Herbie in the race in Brazil that they're going to. And uh, it's revealed that the reason that the kid calls Herbie Ocho is because Herbie's number, 53, is 5 plus 3, five which plus is 8.
0: Five. Cool.
1: So... It seems like there's a couple, like, interesting set piece, like, chases and the matador thing and the banana thing and the plane thing that, like, make this an action-adventure movie, maybe. But the whole, like, trotting adventure, like, cultural exchange, exotic thing didn't work for audiences at the time, either. Like, yeah. people were pretty much done with Herbie at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Yeah. Wow.
1: That's what it was.
0: Herbie goes bananas. Did we determine? Oh it,
1: this, it just said the prop Herbie dropped into the ocean was never retrieved.
0: Oh, cool. So now it's just like part of the ocean. I love that.
1: <laughs> so, yes, that's Herbie goes bananas.
0: It is on Disney Plus in case anyone is curious.
1: Wow. So there's nothing so racist in it, <laughs>
0: maybe. Yeah. Oh, my God! The picture like the little thumbnail of it. herbie has like the bull horns on his hood like on on his bumper, but it's behind his bumper. Yes, that's so weird. okay,
1: fascinating makes a lot of sense for where they were at the time, yeah, but anyway, Condra, anything else you wanna say?
0: I got nothing.
1: I have nothing either.
0: So, people, you can find us on the social medias, on Twitter or Instagram, at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or on Tumblr, at Wildcat Minute.
0: You can also send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know what your favorite type of car is. Did you know in the fifth Herbie movie that was released later, mm-hmm. um, 1997, starring Bruce Campbell, they introduced a villain Volkswagen Beetle called Horace the Hate Bug.
0: <gasps> that's amazing. That's like the BB-8, <laughs> the all-black BB-8.
1: BB-9E. Yeah. Yeah, that's classic.
0: But, but Horace the Hate Bug, I, <laughs> that's iconic. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com.
0: I have been Condra.
1: And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if Tiara Gold and Sharpay become friends or enemies. You can bet on it.